0: Up and Adam in the morning,
1: lives here. In studio, a friend of the show, friend Blake Beltram, uh, he is the, he was the co-founder of MindBody, but he's doing all kinds of writing and stuff now. And, and we were talking and texting off the phone. First of all, good morning.
0: Good morning. Good, good to see you. Thanks for, <laughs> it's the first time we've had you in studio. I know. I love this. Yeah. It's pretty cool because we've always had you on the phone before. I know. Before I was always in my car driving, you know, driving right. by Mount Shasta or something and pulling yeah. over by the road. Oh,
1: I remember that. That's right. Yeah. Um, so Blake is in studio. It is, um, Student Mental Health Week. And I know this is an area that, one, conversations could certainly, we, we could be having more of them. And then uh, obviously it's something that's very close to you too.
0: It is. It's something I'm really passionate about. I should preface by saying I'm not an expert and don't pretend to be an expert on yeah. it. So this is more two guys talking, probably, right. than yeah. being an expert. But it's something I'm really passionate about and I have been for a long time. Partly driven by the fact that I kind of suffer with some of my own mental health challenges. You know? mm-hmm. I jokingly call myself bitropic because I'm not quite bipolar, you know,
1: I don't quite go... <laughs> don't. just by traffic. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I don't go okay, all definitely the way have to the use north that. and
0: south pole. I just go 22 right. and a half degrees north and 22 and a half degrees south. <laughs> That's you know, really A good. little bit of a side But listen,
1: user. but listen, do, we got to be all... I mean, we're all like that, right?
0: I think so. I think so. I
1: mean, I know there's times I struggle with anxiety. Have you ever had a panic attack? I have. Yes. Years uh, ago, yeah, I, you're I, right? had, See, I had don't pan- really have a phase all time. when I was
0: like th- in my... Like 30, I was having
1: panic Really? Yeah. So, I mean... So anxiety, I don't know. Sometimes it gets into worry or certain things. I'm sure these things affect us all. Do you think they're affecting us more and affecting more of us now? I do. You I do. You? I yeah. do.
0: I think it affects. Um, I think it affects almost everyone on mm-hmm. some level. I think mental health issues are things that we don't like to talk about. Um, by and large, you know, we all like to act like we're doing great. And, right. You know, we look at each other on Instagram, and of course, everything is insta perfect on, on social media. Oh sure. But in reality, yeah, I think a lot of people suffer with anything from anxiety to depression to, you know, you name it across the board, and um, and we tend to numb these things out rather than talk about them. Right. We tend to reach for something to distract ourselves. Or numb ourselves from it. Right. So a lot of us reach for social media now. Right. You know? So you reach for... Which some weird way
1: makes it worse, doesn't it? I think it does make it Can, worse. Can, yeah. I think it does. And I mean, do you think, when you say when you that, do you also mean like a cigarette, a drink? Oh, for sure. A this, a that, a, you know? For sure. Pick your poison. You yeah, know? right.
0: I mean, if, we li- if one lives in a state where that internal voice is kind of driving us crazy, you know, and we're worried about something we did in the past or we're in fear of something that's going to happen in the future... It's really uncomfortable to sit with those feelings.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if gambling is almost worse. I hear commercials everywhere. Like, I'm trying to think like, does Siri think I have a gambling problem? Like, (laughs) is she sending these commercials to me? But there's like (laughs) gambling commercials over everything now. Oh yeah, so interesting.
0: I've had that in my family.
1: Really? You really?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: See, and that's another struggle mental mental health struggle right because it's not a physical struggle oh, it's not a malady of your body
0: absolutely well work is another thing that people can reach for too yeah and that's one of the acceptable things to reach <coughs> great point but yeah you reach for a cigarette you reach for a drink you reach for um your phone um the the remote control mm-hmm. um, food food absolutely mm-hmm. sex one of my personal favorites yeah right there you go yeah, I mean, and and that's just human nature. And th- and this is something I think that's, if almost maybe 100% of people uh-huh. right, reach for something. And it's sure. really built into our culture as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these things are, are acceptable.
1: It's almost interesting because, you know, there's been so many things we can salaciously dive into with, The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, and believe me, I'm guilty of being like totally in on the. I'm like all in. It's so interesting what's going on there. It's got a train wreck quality to it, for sure, for sure. But then um, there was something that Johnny Depp said when he was on the stand, um, and that was a whole crazy four days. But it was this idea of doing some starting so unfortunately young, at just about numbing pain. Yes, isn't that interesting? Absolutely. Well, and you look at people like
0: Johnny Depp and uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. and th- I mean, there's so many examples mm-hmm. that we know that money, fame, and quote-unquote success do not equal mental health. Yeah. In fact, it's probably arguable that it's inversely proportional. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, one of the spiritual teachers that I like said there's two ways of uh, driving yourself insane or being very unhappy. And one is not getting what you want. Mm-hmm. The other is getting what you want.
1: Yeah. And that's why these, these people who win the lottery go absolutely ape oh, nuts. Yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting one. Is yeah. It's totally crazy. It's like a, a disproportionate amount of people who win a ton of money in the lottery. Absolutely. First of all, certain kind of people play the lottery religiously. Yes. You know what I mean? And then when one of these people win, oftentimes it does not go well for them. No, it doesn't. And They're X, just- X amount more likely to be a victim of homicide, X amount yeah. more likely to get into things like gambling or... Uh, this or that or the other yeah. horrible things that just take them deeper, deeper, deeper. Yeah, it's like
0: one of the principles I talk about in business when I talk to entrepreneurs. You know, whatever you are at a small stage is what you will be a bigger version of at a large stage. Isn't it? That- because a lot of entrepreneurs will think, wow. if I only had a million dollars, then all of my problems would be solved. Yeah, no. And I always tell them, look, if you're a mess now. Oh, my you're God. You're just going to be a
1: yeah. hundred times the mess <laughs> oh, you have so well. true. Money is not It's another mess. little good nugget. You know, on <laughs> one hand, we're getting it like... We were talking off the air. We have conversations like this on a morning show. We have, you know, billboards say slow the stigma. And and now there's like apps like Michael Phelps has got an app on one side. We're doing having a lot of good conversations and we're seeming like we're taking these big strides in um, opening this can of what mental health can be and mental health on the whole. But on the other hand, we're also it feels like taking steps back. We're letting people ride out mental health torment in, in tents in our streets and creeks. Uh, confusing six-year-olds by telling them they might be born in the wrong body or telling them that these cloth masks, you know, make them safer when statistically we know that they really didn't. Uh, suicide is up among teens, teen girls, young adults, young adult women. So on one side, we're doing so many right. Where could we be doing better? I think it starts with really talking about it more. I think we we have
0: to have these conversations more. And, uh, you know, maybe that's that's not a great answer, you know, a tangible answer to your question. But I really do think that bringing it out into the light more and talking about it more is absolutely essential. I also think it's something that comes down to each of us owning our own, you know, sweeping outside of our own front door, so to speak. You know, who was it that said if everyone just swept outside their own front door, the, the whole world would be clean. So I think it's about each of us taking individual responsibility for our own mental health. With all of the tribal, the culture wars and tribalism that's going on right now, mm-hmm. really popular, right. to make everybody else the problem. Yeah, and it's much less popular to say, "Where am I the problem? Where am I contributing to the problem?" And that goes back ultimately to my own mental health. Yeah, because if I'm not doing well mentally, then what am I going to do? One of those outs I'll look for is to go argue with some d bag on next door. Right. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
1: God, that is such a hole <laughs> and to I've get into. It.
0: I've done it. God, oh God, you just drive yourself crazy, oh, though. Oh, I have. I've driven <coughs> myself completely crazy going down. And then I, I'm i halfway down the tunnel, and I stop and wonder, what am I and doing? And see, and that's the thing is,
1: yeah, exactly. And you're a you're a smart and articulate dude. So you may destroy point for point that one person in that comment Back and forth, but in the end, where where did you where do you feel accomplished? And that guy's still walking around this earth an idiot. It doesn't make any positive. <laughs> Isn't impact. that funny? That no next door app
0: impact whatsoever. I know, yeah. And we convince ourselves that if I can just go down point by point. Something in us tells us that at some point we're gonna do this amazing jujitsu move and that person's gonna go, You oh, know what? You're right. Yeah, no. I have seen the light. <laughs> it you, never happens. Blake, you are so one hundred percent correct. Thank you for enlightening me. What
1: were you like when you were like a teenager? Was were you uh good were you were you did you have a good eq was your emotional intelligence were you talking about things like your feelings and things like that then i've always had i think a
0: pretty high eq just naturally i was always a really sensitive kid and you know. a good mom um sorry did you have a good mom um i had a loving mom i had a single mom that went through a lot of different fathers okay so yeah i had six different fathers over a period of 12 years mm. So, um one, my original father, who they split up when uh, I was about seven, mm. and my mom's sixth husband was in attendance at my high school graduation. Whoa. And that doesn't include a couple of boyfriends. So, yeah, my mom was very loving. She was also very confused, struggled with her own mental health issues. Sure, sure, sure. You know, didn't have great examples from her parents. Right. And so so I had my share of mental health challenges, uh, you know, just because of all the stuff that I was dealing with. Yeah. Being a sensitive kid, you know, we develop whatever mechanisms we can to survive. And so one of the mechanisms I developed was being more social. It was about, you know, really? having my friends. It was being in play production, being in the plays at school. Um, I tried sports when I was kind of small. Yeah. Got my butt kicked around a little bit. On the field. <laughs> so I went into the drama room and became a star in there but um and i became you know i i i ended up being president of my school and being very, oh that's cool very active my senior year so i was really lucky and blessed in that sense that you know i i was sort of popular in high school and oh that's good yeah that was good i mean i i was around a lot of drug use and i was around a lot of dysfunction did you get into it at all no you know i i got you want know, to hear like a really Personal gnarly story. Sure I got go stoned for the first time when I, the summer before fifth grade. Whoa! So before bo- fifth grade. Before fifth grade. So you're like eight or nine? I was like ten, I guess. How old are you, right? Oh,
1: and I guess, guess ten. 10 is, ten is fifth grade, but I guess before they'd be nine. Yeah. But so that's, you're you're probably ten, nine yeah. or ten. Yeah. And like, right.
0: I had two older sisters, four and five years older. Now I look back, I'm like, oh, they were so much older. They were fourteen and fifteen. Oh, well, that's yeah. You know, and they were smoking a bong in the backyard. No
1: way. That's so young. Like, yeah. It's like Charlie Sheen. You're living like Charlie Sheen. Yeah.
0: I wanted to be cool, and so I took a big couple of big bong ribs, and then (laughs) I (laughs) did not do well. I, like, almost left my body,
1: and I... Yeah, you thought you were probably going to, like, what did I do? You probably thought you were going to die.
0: I literally lost it. I think my theory now is that I'm sort of, like, most people are stoned naturally. Yeah. So if you introduce... Hot into my body, I really go out into. That yeah, sure.
1: It probably is this, this association you have back with it that oh, like I mean, yeah, I can only imagine you're feeling these things that you know you're meant to feel as an adult of somewhat of a at least a euphoric thing. Of course, one can have too Way much of too young. But the, yeah, totally. Whoa, so that just made you almost like. Uh, that it's almost fun. like when you when your parents catch you smoking cigarettes and then they like yeah. make you smoke one right in front of them and you're like, I mean it didn't happen to yeah. me, but but it's like it just turns you off. That's Dude. the idea of it but at least. That
0: was it, man. It was the best thing that could have happened to me. Because wow. I literally prayed to God that night. I'm yeah. not even sure how much I believed in God, but when, you
1: know. Yeah, you're just probably, don't die, don't die, don't yep, die, don't die. Don't no die,
0: don't die. In foxholes, yeah. So, I was like, make me normal again, and I will never touch pot again. And I, that was it. I went all the You haven't? A little bit since I, it got legalized? A little bit. Yeah, no? I tried it a couple of times when I got older. And yeah. I, that is not my, like is thing. not my medicine. Yeah, no, no, I get not it. Not my medicine. Yeah, I get my it. My body just does not. Uh-huh. It. Even CBD.
1: I was just saying, like, CBD, because you seem like, because with your Yoga and your homeostasis, and I mean you're very wise to a lot of those things. I would imagine some of these CBD things could be very much of a benefit.
0: You know, I started taking some of the CBD stuff to try to help my sort of bitropic thing, my yeah. thing, and I started getting what are called thunderclap headaches, oh. where you would suddenly have just like this, like somebody hitting you in the back of the head with a baseball.
1: And bat. none of the stuff you had had THC it's in it, right?
0: No, this was just it was just
1: CBD. all CBD. Yeah, that's well, how much my with body no body psychotic- really broke, Wow, for whatever
0: reason, does not like that plant. Doesn't like those kind of no, and it may go back to that trauma from being 10 years old but,
1: yeah, but knows, the yeah. beauty of
0: that was it sent me down a completely different road right 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 and so while my sisters and all around me everybody was like you know there were a lot of drugs i can't tell you how many bongs and joints i passed from one side to the other No, sure you know without without taking a, a hit myself Well,
1: now it's crazy we talk about the mental health aspect of things as it's you know you enlightened us that it's student mental health week but um the the uh, opioids and, and oh my pills, the pills fentanyl the oh. overdoses like i mean it's just happening all around
0: us it's it's absolute insanity. Yeah, and
1: there's some people that will like pass away. Like there was someone who was of a notable nature in the culinary world that passed away, and it's like you find, oh, how did this person pass? And I uh, died in his sleep. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. okay, you know, people don't just die in their sleep when they're 32 years old. Okay. So obviously, there's some. And who knows? But I mean, there, there's a lot of these things going on. There was that, that place off Kansas where people. Uh, I mean, it's just so okay. sad. Yeah, I had it's my, so my sad. was
0: 16, and I had her. Google the fentanyl because, yeah. you know, as a father, you're concerned and you don't want to be naive, like, never my kids. No, well, right. So... I had her look it up and like look at the number of deaths, and I, I can't quote it right now, but it's crazy, astounding yeah. number.
1: Of well, now Well, now, it's something like I never really got into like hard, hard things, but um, oh well, I've
0: got some right here. What do you yeah, mean? yeah.
1: But you know, there's people of uh, even people like doctors this and that who who like doing coke, yeah. and it's like uh, you even things like that that were were considered like a designer expensive kind of thing could have something horrible in it like fentanyl or something and it could just be like you're just all of a sudden you're checked out it's it's super scary
0: like it's, it's part of what we talk about reaching for things yeah? right so if you're a kid and you don't have the context right and your friend's got something of course you're gonna reach for that
1: yeah How, do, you, do you have these conversations with your daughter a lot I do,
0: I do. We have a really open relationship. That's cool. And I I try to cultivate an open relationship and really withhold, you know, judgment.
1: Yeah. How do you kind of ride that line of, like, wanting to be, like, friend and close and open where she wants to tell you things, but also, like, look, I'm, you know, one of your parents. I have to raise you, too. It's my job. It's a challenge
0: with a 16-year-old because my philosophy is always I'm not raising a child. I'm raising an adult. Yeah, right. She's going to be a child for a very short period of time, Mm -hmm. and then she's going to be an adult, so... So I've always really tried to look at her as as an adult, somebody that can be responsible for herself and make her own decisions. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's a challenge because what I've learned is that I am open and I cultivate these, these conversations. But what's happened is a couple of times she shared things with me and then I'll like pull the reins in on something. And then she'll say, that's great. I'm never going to share anything oh, with you. Because when I share things with you, then there's this consequence. So it's a tricky line. Sure it is. Sure it is. But but mostly I'm about empowering her and educating her. Look, as a parent, if you see that your child's in danger at 16, there's a point where you have to step in.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, We got Blake Beltram here. We're going to continue talking uh, about this among more. It It is is Student Mental Health Week. Here at 726, it's Up and Adam in the Morning. You're
0: Up and Atom in the Morning.
1: Up and Atom in the Morning. The Crush 92.5. Thanks for being Up and Adam in the Morning. It is The Crush 92.5. We got Blake Beltram at 736. So, of late, we were talking about California Student Mental Health Week, which is going on this week. So, I think, obviously, I mean, I'm sure schools are probably talking about this as they should and getting, you know, hopefully young men and women more yeah. willing to just kind of open up and... And talk about these, any struggles that that they might have, whether it's in, you know, being able to do so with them around their friends or in a classroom setting or even just privately. Like, hey, go to your counselor and.
0: They are, yeah, the counselors have been great. That's cool. Uh, at the high school. And I think, yeah, I mean, the counselors and anybody connected to the mental health world at all right now knows how bad it is. You know, the, the numbers that are, the CDC just came out with recently is that something like 26% of teens suffered from anxiety and depression in 1991. Mm-hmm. 26%. Yeah. Now the number's 44%. Wow. And it's over 50 for girls, for teen girls. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's in that arena knows wow. how bad it is. And the schools um, provide some pretty cool programs. My daughter and I just two weeks ago went to a program over at Slow High in the evening where they had a panel of kids talking about mental health issues. It was called something like What We Wish Our Parents Understood. That's great. Yeah, it was just these high school students just saying, hey, here's what you guys don't get about us.
1: And then was there like a chance for like the parents to kind of like... Bounce back or some conversation or really just like we're just going to listen to the. There were chances for the parents to say, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. That, uh, no, no, they
0: just listened. And right. We got to ask some questions. But right. then the kids, the, the students left and then some uh, some therapists came on, some experts came on. And then there was a panel of the experts. So, good. so we got to hear from the kids and then we got to hear mm-hmm. from the experts. I took my daughter and it was really good for us because afterwards I got to say what about that resonated with you. Right. What did you agree with? And, sure. you know, it gave me an opportunity to really learn more about her and learn, learn more about where I'm, where I'm falling short. You yeah. Know? Cause if you're a parent, it's not about if you're going to fall short. It's how you're going to fall short. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's just unavoidable. So.
1: And like you said, we're raising this little, adult like they're young now but they're going to be an adult human yeah. for the rest of their life you know so there's so much at stake there that's my philosophy i also feel like
0: as parents sometimes we we don't have as much control or authority over the direction of their lives as we think we do mm. you know i think a lot of times as parents we tend to think like it's all up to me how to mold them and how to shape them and And I am responsible for how they turn out. Yeah, I think some of that's true. But I also, my personal philosophy is kids, a lot of kids come in with a certain personality type. They kind of come in with their own roadmap, some of them. Mm -hmm. And they're going to live out that roadmap. I mean, we've seen it with siblings, you know. Right. There's lots of siblings where you can see same exact environment. But two very different paths and and very different outcomes. So I'm under no illusion that I'm really the god of her experience in this lifetime. I know as her father I have an influence for sure. Yeah, And that's where I try to take the most responsibility as I can. How can I be the best influence possible on her? But also knowing that like I'm not going to control her behavior. I'm not going to keep her from making mistakes. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep her from walking whatever her path is. Yeah. So acceptance is really the very best thing that I can step in.
1: And back in the day when we were growing up, at least it didn't come till you know, late into, like, being a teenager was, you know, like, the Internet. But now it's, like, not even just the Internet, but, like, social media. And these things are just causing, I mean, shoot, cell phones. I mean, all these things are just uh, another layer into the dynamic of... A young person's mental health.
0: I've suspected this for a while and there's a lot of research that backs this up and other people that back this up now. Yeah. Those little, you get a notification on your phone. Ding, yeah. We know now that's a little dopamine hit. For
1: sure. You know? That's a yeah. like
0: hit, little hit off the
1: crack pipe, yeah. you know? So. Especially, especially for a young person. Oh my God. And it's like an Instagram like or if it's, you yeah. know, they, they waste so much. And back in the day, I was like t- telling you this off the like, you know, um, You know, there was always like uh, the the models that young women have. And I feel like when I was growing up, it was more like, who's on the cover of magazines or 17 yeah. magazine but now it's like that Instagram model yeah. or that girl's Instagram account in your bio class yes. or I mean it's a, it's very much all up in their in their face yes
0: and if you don't know that girl personally her life looks perfect on Instagram yeah,
1: so. yeah. And, and there's people like that you know of uh, you know even young adults or young entrepreneurs yeah, where you, you, you see people's life on Instagram but you're just seeing this one side of it yeah. but then you're always kind of juxtaposing that to <laughs> your life which you know all sides of that life and, yeah and yeah, exactly. <laughs> so interesting.
0: I know we need something like an like an alternative Instagram app where everybody just posts the worst of themselves.
1: Well, it's funny, there is a new app that that is gaining gaining a lot of popularity among young folks right now. It's called Be Real. Yeah. And what it does is you sign up for it and you can do like one post a day, but your phone. Will have a notification uh-huh. and you and it, it takes a photo of you on the front of you, like your front camera takes a photo and the back and you have to post it. <laughs> so it literally if it's a meal or you're on vacation you know, whatever it is, it could be right. doing homework or whatever it is Whoa. That. so for you to see other now you could choose not to right. but for you to see other people's stuff of that day you got to participate so it forces you to participate my niece is the uh, first one to get a masters in our family and she just walked 2 days ago and she is now going to be a psychologist and she was the only one in her class to actually have a job awesome. um as you know as she walks, she's going to be a school psychologist at a high school in Ventura County and just as she just you know wrapped up her internship but the, another high school in Ventura County, she was even telling me when we talk, like, just the amount of heaviness and that, that are weighing on kids' hearts and oh, minds yeah. of late is very, very real. It's crazy. And I, I talked to somebody at that event last week that was
0: working at one of the, the tables there from one of the mental health places. And she talked about the effect of the pandemic. Sure. You know? Yeah, huge. I mean, this is no, this is no joke. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of us saw this coming. You know, mm-hmm. Part of my frustration is a lot of us were waving that red flag at the time. Sure. However, you, like with you, right? wherever you fell on the issue, it was yeah. like, why aren't we factoring this in? We're about
1: to make
0: a major impact on our kids. Yeah.
1: Oh, if I had a dollar for every time a teacher called me and won something, and then off the air was like, "Oh my gosh, what are we doing to these kids?" Oh my you know? gosh. It's, yeah, totally. And, well, and, it's funny and because now we, we're seeing that we 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 kept schools closed for so long, and we um did, we have this you know debate about whether we should be covering their faces or not, and the whole idea was like, let's not get them sick, because then they won't get seventy five to eighty percent of them got it school yeah. it just happened of because, course. Just, of course it is yeah. you know right because that's just you know life so but no you're right yes but like to have these conversations so important um you have time for one more break sure all right cool we'll keep blake around for one more break it's uh blake beltram uh he's a friend of the show we're talking about a uh, student mental health week it's up and adam in the morning you're up and
0: adam in, in the morning up and adam in the morning with adam on heel.
1: weekday mornings 6 to 10 a.m
0: the crush 92.5 the perfect blend